Well, morning again, church. Um, during the prayer time, I, I prayed through what we've been covering over the last month or so. I haven't actually preached for over a month now, so I'm hoping I remember how to do it. Um, so I, re- I hope I remember to keep it short for your sakes. Um, but I thank you for those who have been sharing on this series of Recharge. We've had uh, Bert and Jimmy and and Sarah and Sue uh, last week, and, and they've been taking us on this pathway where there are different things that help recharge us for the purpose of following God with all our, with all our, all our life. And we're continuing that um, today and next week we wrap it up. And today we're looking at recharging our passion. And we looked at that verse in, in, in Mark um, um, that Harry just read for us, Mark 12.30. And it says, you must love the Lord your God with all your leftovers. I, I think that's sometimes how we actually want to translate. God, I'll love you with the, everything I've got left at the end of my day after working, after dealing with my kids, after dealing with my, my husband. Or Yeah, I'll just leave it there. There's no the other one. But um, like dealing with this bills, dealing with other things. After I've dealt with everything, Lord, I'll give you what I've got left over. But that's not what this verse says. It actually says, with, I must love the Lord your God with most of our heart. No, it doesn't even go there, like 95%, 99%. No, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And it goes all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. It gets to the point where you kind of go, well, that's that's everything that is me. That's everything that makes up me. And when I look at all those things, when I look at, when we talk about heart, we, we say, put your heart into it. Or I put my heart into something means that you were you were passionate about it. When you put your soul into something, you're pouring your soul out. If we commit our focus, our mind, and 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 we put all our strength into something, doesn't it mean there is something about us? And it reminds us of things that maybe that maybe on a sporting field that you might be really passionate about. Like you may be passionate about playing a game. Um, like you may be passionate about watching a team that is your favourite. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of embarrass Angel and Tay here a little bit. Um, last year we were watching the State of Origin, and um, Angel was very excited. She was very excited. Let's go leave it at that. She was very passionate for Queensland. Now Tay probably didn't care as much, and so what she did, she went anytime New South Wales did something well, she was cheering for them just to throw a cat amongst the pigeons. And so it was fun to actually watch the game and to watch the girls as they were passionately sort of doing their opposite things. And we get passionate about things like that. <laughs> um, and so basically we, we can get passionate about those things. And sometimes passion is, I suppose, viewed as a pa- bad thing. It can, well, it can be viewed as a bad thing. But passion is neutral. It's the things that we pursue, not the passion itself. Um, passion can, um, um, it's a choice of what we pursue. So let's have a look at, there's a few definitions of passion. Uh, in the Webster Dictionary, it says intense driving or overmastering feeling or conviction. Intense emotion, compelling action. And so when we look at having true passion in, in what we're looking at in following Jesus is a Christian passion. Being centered in and driven by Christ in such a way that we are moved to action. So, so centered, 
in and driven by Christ in such a way that we are moved to action. I think sometimes we leave our passion at a point where we go, yeah, I just believe a little bit more than I did last Sunday. doesn't change anything I do. doesn't change who I am. But, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm passionate. Um, like I was passionate for the pastor to finish and to get out the morning tea. I was, I was passionate to, to do something else. But it, if passion doesn't bring change, it's not an overriding feeling or a conviction. And so today I want to move through um, how passion works as a recharging element of our lives. First of all, we need to understand that there is a need for passion. There is a need for passion in our lives. If you are someone who never, ever, ever gets excited, ever, then I'm going to say that there's probably something you're missing in life. Because, okay, I can, I can say that, okay, you're not interested in sports. That's fine. There's nothing you want to see at the movies. That's fine. Maybe your taste buds have gone off weird and you just don't enjoy food anymore. That all being said, if you open up the Bible and start learning about God, there is plenty of stuff to be passionate about. Like God is not hiding who he is. God is no, in no way at all going, oh, like I've only, I haven't done anything for 2,000 years. No, no. God is at work in our lives and, and we can be passionate about it and be passionate about the mission that he's put, us, put us on. But passion is absolutely needed in life. A Christian without passion is like a river without water. You don't really call it a river anymore. I'm not sure what you call a Christian without passion. I'll leave it there. But passion starts with God's love for us. Again, this is one of those things that we think that we've got to put the effort in. We've got to be more passionate. We've got to work harder. But no, essentially, our passion is a response to what God is doing. Now, sometimes we've missed what God is doing. Sometimes we're ignoring what God is doing. Sometimes we don't care what God is doing. And so the same result, we don't have God's action, God's love in our lives to be passionate about. And so that becomes a focal point for us. Without the passion of God in our lives, we will lead dull and a draining existence. Um, now, if that's what you want to do, that's up to you. But I'm going, if there's a, a way for our passions to be full, that's what I want to do. And so passion is one of the ways that God empowers our lives. So what we need to realize is that true passion begins with God. We need a fresh filling of God's love. Um, and life can be draining. Anyone had anything that drained their batteries a little bit this week? Okay, I think some people's batteries are so drained they can't even get a hand up. But that's the thing. We go, anyone been drained by the heat this week? It's been fantastic. To be sweating at 5 o'clock in the morning is the best feeling in the world. Um, thank God for aircon. Um, and so it's been one of those things that like even physical things can drain us and we need to be continually recharging our passion batteries with God's love. And the true passion empowers our lives and moves us into action. So the thing is, if our passion is low when we are following God, the actions that we, we should be sort of exhibiting, one, whether that's transformational action in our own lives, God doing something in us to change who we are, or us going out and serving him, or us going out and being encouraging people, us giving to something, us putting some hard work into, those things don't happen if we're not empowered by God's passion. God gives us the ability to love him completely, and then God gives us the ability to love others. 
Not every person is easy to love. And if you go, I don't believe that's the case, you're the person then. So um, the thing is, some people are difficult and we need God's love so that we can be passionate about them. We can be serving them and lifting them up. In our own strength and ability, we cannot do it. So God gives us his love to pass on. So true passion begins with God. But passion will take us beyond ourselves. See, when we look at our world, the world in which we live, society is just self-centered most of the time. And even when it's not self-centered, it's really being self-centered for, it's, it's doing something good for, for a self-centered reason at times. The attitude of our society is to look out for number one. And we have built a monument to I, me, myself, mine. And, uh, and, and so we need to be filled with God's passion so we go beyond ourselves. We, we need to go beyond the, the I don't care attitude that is in our world. Christians are called to follow Christ and our focus in life must be Christ. This is the first key in gaining passion where we must be interested in the needs of others, and that includes physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. But this actually, again, it flows out of, of, of God loving us and responding to that infilling of us. So in that, we, we start to see, as God does this work, as we, we see true passion comes from God and, 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 and passion leads us to, to support others, we start to see the impact of passion. Because first of all, passion creates a change in us. Passion makes it possible for us to truly live life. Now, there have been too many days in my life where you get up in the morning, you go through the routine of of whatever your morning routine is. So getting kids up, getting kids this direction, getting kids that direction, getting into doing your work and then coming home and, and then doing it all over and then falling into the bed at the end of the night and going, what was that all about? Anyone ever had a day like that? Sometimes they blur together and it's like it, and it's not a day, it becomes month on end and, and we seem to be going on automatic. Passion makes it possible for us to truly live life. Only when we have passion will we find the abundant life that Jesus promised us. I, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Like the thing is, I think sometimes we treat those verses like Jesus was like exaggerating. Like what he really meant, he's come to give us life, and and life is going to be average. Like life is going to be mediocre. Don't don't aim too high. Passion allows us to become what God has planned for us to become. Passion helps us to reach the potential that God has instilled in our lives. See, when we're sort of living in the mediocre, like our, our aim for what can be becomes a lot lower. Have you ever been on a sporting team which is losing badly? And so all of a sudden, the playing defense or, or, or um, trying to score a goal or, or score a try, you just go, is it really worth it? And so you go from trying to win the game, trying to score a goal, to going, hopefully they don't score many too many points. Or even, hey, coach, can you get me off so I don't have to be out here when the full-time buzzer goes? Sometimes we, we engage with life like that. We just 
what we expect, what, what we are wanting out of life becomes so low because we are not filled with the passion that God wants us to live by. And God helps us to reach that potential. Pa- passion also creates change in others. When passion makes changes in us, the world around us ought to see the difference in us. When we are living in a way that we are loving, we are forgiven, we are, we are full of God's joy, when we are, we are living life in a way that we care about others, all of a sudden people notice us. They notice that difference. And, and, and that's been, the, I suppose, the plan of the church. And, and Jesus even said this in the Gospels when he said, they will know you are Christians by your love. And in the early church, the, the, the Christian church kind of got mocked a little bit because they were the only people that would treat the sick, the lepers, and because basically the rest of the world would say, well, they're as good as dead anyway, just leave them where they are. And the Christians would go and put themselves at great risk. They would provide for them. They would care for them. And all of a sudden the Christians were showing that, hey, God has taught us to be loving and we are showing our love. The world around us ought to see the difference in us. And passion should make us stand out in the crowd because passion changes our attitude. Passion, cha- passion changes our behavior and passion, passion changes our relationships. The biggest thing is passion is contagious. Negativity is contagious. You surround yourself with negative people. You buy into negative behavior. Yep, it will multiply. But passion also does the same thing. And when you start praising God and start thanking God and when you, when you gather as a church and say, do you know what God has been doing in my life this week? And almost challenging people around you say, look for what God is doing and praise him for it and share that with others. You imagine if each of you came next Sunday with a story to share, this is what God has done in my, my week. Now, some of you, like, you're already in that mindset going, I'm going to be sharing about what was so tough about my week. What, and I, I'm not saying, I'm not dismissing that. Please don't go, Pastor Keith doesn't care. Okay, that's not, that's another story altogether. We're not focusing on that right now. But the thing is, when we go on oh, my wants, my needs, my trials are the most important things, it narrows our focus so small that we don't see the amazing things God is doing. So, challenge for you. Not even at the end yet, I'm giving you some homework. This week, take, take the blinders off a little bit. Stop focusing yourself and look around and look for what God is doing. And if you can't see God doing anything, open up his word and start reading it from there. And then pray this prayer. God, this week, show me something that you are doing that will make me more excited about my faith. Show me something you want to do in my life. Show me something you want to do in my family. Show me something you want to do in my workplace. Pray that way and, and wait for God to answer and, and open up your eyes to that. Because passion is contagious. It's caught by other people. It reveals the living witness of Jesus Christ in our lives. And passion works like a magnet. Some people will be drawn to you because you are passionate. You may find like a magnet, some people that the positive and negative, they'll just repel each other so they won't be able to come anywhere near you. So it could be a double blessing. So, um, well, what are the results of having passion in our lives? Well, true passion leads to a full life. True passion is being centred in and driven by Christ in such a way that we are moved 
to action. I said that earlier. True passion leads us in our walk with Jesus. It makes us excited to follow him. It makes us like I heard this Christian comedian years ago. One of these guys had a really booming, deep voice, but and I hopefully I do him justice. He said, some of us wake up, and, and we should be saying, when we wake up, good morning, Lord, with excitement. But so many of us say, good Lord, it's morning. Change of one word and change of perspective. True passion allows us to keep our focus in life. Our passion for, for God has direct implications on others. Our love, our love for God must be our number one priority. And our love for God should spill over into our love for others. Our passion for others allows us to share the gospel. Passion gives us a boldness and a courage in everyday life. Passion writes the good news of Jesus on our hearts and in our minds. And just before I wrap up, I want to share what happens when our passion is lost. I want to look at uh, Revelations 2. Um, and as I just bring that up here, um, technology. Um, well, Revel, I won't read it from there. So Revelations 2, 2 and 3, um, he's speaking to the church of Ephesus. I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and you have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardship for my name, and you have not grown weary. Now that sounds like a pretty good testimony of the church. If someone came and said that about our church, well, thank you very much. However, we need to have a look at verses 4 and 5. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. You have lost your passion, Ephesus. You have lost your, your motivation for doing all those good things. You've got into a routine of doing good without it meaning anything. And so all of a sudden we get to a point where we need to um, do something more amazing. The thing is the church at Ephesus were, were looking at serving and service without passion is not a good thing. And so as we continue to sort of follow God, we need to realize that just showing up to church, just doing the, the routine, just sticking in our lane and doing the things that we're meant to do until Jesus comes and takes us doesn't mean that we are living with passion. I, I can say for certain, I can testify into my own life, there are times when I do things because I have to do them. If I wake up on a Sunday morning and don't want to go to church, not a good look. Some of you might get away with it, but I think I'll be noticed. Um, and, and, but the thing is, there's so many things that we feel like we have to do. I'll start talking about, oh, we want to give money to this project. And some of you will pull out your wallet and go, oh, I have to. What's the smallest note I've got in there that I can give? They don't make $1 notes anymore. What's going on with that? But sometimes we do things out of duty. We, we oh, Pastor Keith asks for volunteer and, and our husband or wife will nudge us in the ribs and we move and I get picked as a volunteer and I was never wanting to do that. I wasn't really what I, where I was wanting to serve. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, 
I'm going to give you a, a, a pass. Don't do it. But this is what I'm, I'm going to say. You Take time then with God and thank God, if this is not what you want me to do, where do you want me to serve? Where do you want me to use my gifts? Where do you want me to put all of my heart and soul and mind and strength into? Because God is not like some of us are going, oh, I just said that I don't have to do anything at church. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying serve where you're passionate. Serve where you're excited. Serve in a way where God is able to do uh, use you in amazing ways and do amazing things through you. And so in doing that, we are able then to see God moving through us. Service alone will not produce passion, but serving out of love will. Serving and living for God out of love will create passion in us. And passion starts and ends with the love of God. Where there is no love, there will be no passion. And when passion is absent, God will not move. So where are you with God? Where are you at recharging your passions? Does this church have the passion level God desires? Are we at the passion level that God wants us to serve him with? Is this church a place truly passionate about what God wants to do in this community? Or is this church about the things that you want? It's what about it's what are, these are the things that I want to see happening? Do you have a passion level God desires for your life? Are you at the passion level God wants you to be in, in when it comes to His Word and using your gifts, seeking out the lost in your world? Are you truly passionate about what God wants to do with your life? And if, if you've answered no on some of those things, I suppose the question, do you need a new feeling of the love of God? I, I, you need to be impressed again, as, as um, Karen said earlier, a new revelation of God's love in your life. Because love is what will produce the passion. Right, and I don't, I don't want you to go outside and run around like I'm going to, I'm going to be passionate, I'm going to be excited, because if we are falsely passionate, we are using our own strength, and all of a sudden we burn that fuel out really quickly. I remember years ago, um, I, I, on myself, I'd been going to hostel camps down in South Queensland for quite a few years by this point in time, both as a camper and as a leader. And, and so you'd have these leaders who'd come along. It was their first time ever, and they were excited. They'd been five years as a camper, and they were excited to come back and have the responsibility, the authority of a leader, tell kids to go to beds and, and all that kind of stuff, and to be come back. And they went, oh, so much fun when I was a camper. Oh, great to be able to go back and serve as a leader. And some of these younger people, see, by then I wasn't, I wasn't old, not like I am now, but I was, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't young either. I had a few years under the belt. And these, these younger people, these 18 year olds, these 19 year olds, 20 year olds, they'd rock up to camp and they were raring to go. And on the first day, the first day, we had some free time of playing sport down the oval, hanging out with the kids, reconnecting with them, um, catching up with people we hadn't seen for 12 months. And so there'd be footy being played out on, on the oval. And some of our leaders would go at 100% straight away, 100% in the tackles, 100% in the running, right, like, come on, guys, get involved, yeah, like all this. The thing is, probably by Monday night, 
there was a wall that was impenetrable by them. They were falling asleep in the message of, of whoever the speaker was bringing God's message to these young people and they're sitting on chairs going. And, and they were meant to be keeping the kids excited and passionate. See, sometimes when we use our own strength and go, go ahead of God, we do end up in the wrong place. But if we are filled with God's love, if we are following his guidance, and we are continually falling back and tapping in to the power that he wants to give us in life. We can life, live life to the full as he promises. We can live life with, the, with a passion. And each day, even though it will bring challenges, we know that God is victorious in that day. And all we need to do is walk with him. And we too will be victorious. Maybe not in our battles, but in God's battles. And so this week... Let God love you so you can love him more and in so doing be filled with the passion that he wants you to live life with. Lord, we thank you that you fill our lives to abundance. You fill our lives in such a way that we are able to um, live life to the full, live life to the max. And I pray that as we, as we serve you, as we, as we know your love and love you in return, that we are able to experience the passion for life, experience the passion for, for the things that are of your heart, experience the passion of, of your kingdom and your mission. And may we walk in that. May we wake up tomorrow morning and saying, good morning, Lord, and, and be expectant of what the day will bring. And so we pray this in your name. Amen. 